The future of music. 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 The future of music podcast. Hey there, once again. I always say once again, I need a new opener. Uh, I, I really do. But anyway, it's it's going. It's staying in there. I am Ryan Withrow. This is the Future of Music podcast. I am joined as always by Jonathan Boyd. And in the background, Gene Wilder, who keeps taking the focus of my camera. I really just need to move that painting. It's creeping me out that it thinks it's, it's human. Speaking of human, hey, John. Uh, it's good to see you, my friend. And I'm excited for today as I am all of these things just because it allows you and I a true opportunity to act like and say we're doing work uh, but I get to just like explore a bunch of cool musical things and tools and technology things and of course and really have a good time but again it's I'm working you know when my wife asks what I've done today a lot of work is <laughs> is what I can say but what what should they get excited about today what are we diving into what are we doing yeah. So you said tools and technology, and that's what it's all about. So, you know, previously in the history of music learning, in the history of guitar, we've had tools like literally pencil and paper, right? Metronome, things like that. Well, obviously with the rise of AR, VR, cell phones, all that kind of stuff, all the new stuff that we talk about, there's actually a lot of tools coming out. And we're going to go through uh, a few of those key tools that we've found recently. And I'm really excited to dive into those. Perfect. And we'll make sure you could dive into them, too, because I think that's the whole purpose of today is to be able to be like, hey, look at these things. We love them. You could go and try them. Go do it. See how they work for you. And speaking of work for you, we we do this for you. And that means you should like you should subscribe. You should click the alerts to make sure you're alerted and make sure to follow us on your favorite platform. If you haven't seen already, I mean, we're our handsome faces are on there now. Okay. So it's, it's worth it at that point. I got to say, so as you mentioned, John, we're, we're talking tech stuff. And the reason we're doing this is because the past, you know, 35 episodes that we've done, we we've done a bunch of different stuff, but consistently one of the main focuses that just blows up and people really love to see and get engaged in is all of this music learning and education stuff and tools utilizing new technology out there and how it's continuing to boom and expand faster than you can ever imagine. I was talking to somebody today that literally designs MR, mixed reality stuff, all day, every day, and just hearing what's coming up and what's being developed in the next year, let alone all of this, is just amazing to me. So, of course, I research and I look through a lot of this stuff. And as a guitarist, again, I'm jealous of a lot of this stuff because it wasn't around when I was young. Uh, but that doesn't mean I can't use it. And that doesn't mean you can't use it. So you talked about AR. You talked about, you know, mixed reality, VR, all of that stuff. What about the thing that we all carry around with us every day uh, and has everything. And I could literally tell my, my math teacher now, like I do have a calculator in my pocket at all times. So take that. I don't need to learn math, I think. Uh, but with that, there are companies out there still sticking to what they know the majority of people have. And it could mm -hmm. be because the accessibility for VR headsets, it's not quite there yet as much as a cell phone, an iPhone, or whatever you may have, is more than likely you have some type of cell phone. And Fratello, I've heard of these guys before, specifically in the app side of things for music learning, and specific to kind of similar to you in, in certain ways, and Breakthrough Guitar and, and all of your knowledge there. It's guitar education. It's online guitar education that really tries to help people, but only on an app and only in iPhone and Android. 
but they kind of take it a step further now. And I'm excited, not just because it seems cool, but it's exactly what you and I have talked about every single time we're on here. And remember, I, I kind of remember us being like, man, imagine a time where you're looking at a guitar and technology can analyze the fretboard. And it can show you the strings. It highlights them in colors. And it shows you dots on the fretboard. And it yep. shows you where to move. Well, let me show you a quick 40-second video about what Fratello is doing with your iPhone. Here you go. And there you go. A quick video for those that weren't watching. It's a video that it's the iPhone is reversed. It's mirrored onto your guitar and it analyzes the guitar fretboard and position. And it starts to give you instructions based on what you're looking for, for your education, whether it's chord playing or anything. And it highlights the entire string you need to play the, the actual frets. Uh, it shows them with dots and it analyzes the sound as well. So as you're playing through, it's spot checking you through the sound, making sure your pitch is correct as you continue to go through and then you can strum. But it's that idea of combining these worlds uh, just in this iPhone situation and, and app store situation. So, John, it's it's here. It's here again. It's another time where, what do you know, we're, we were like uh, probably 20 minutes from now, there'll be dots on a fretboard that you can see. Uh, there it is. So what are your thoughts on Fratello, man? Yeah, so what's really cool about this is we're seeing the beginning of something that you and I have talked about for a long time, which is we start to combine these 3D technologies to give a visual representation of what to do. So in the past, you can see a video, right? And, and even before that, of course, we just had books or you have to be in person to learn guitar or learn an instrument. And you can see what a person's doing and they can show you. But obviously, you know, with 8 billion people in the world, not everybody can be close to a professional teacher who can show them in person. And of course, it's expensive too. So, of course, that's why we, we had the advent of videos online. We had the advent of YouTube courses, all that kind of stuff. But the problem with that is you're seeing a flat 2D video where you see somebody doing something. But it doesn't give you a visual of what you should be doing, what you should be seeing in your head. And this is the, the most important component that I've been saying is, is the most important component of all of this, which is you seeing what to do in your own mind. And a, an app like this with Fratello shows you literally exactly what to do. So I think that in that sense is going to be a game changer. I like it. I, I think that I'm excited to see what they do uh, moving forward, right? Because it is still just kind of that iPhone screen. It's mirrored. I think that we can see an iteration where it's more natural uh, sure. for sure coming up. But when you start to think about the technology, because I know, man, we live in a day and age where like, we look at something like that and we're like, ah, that's cool. But we don't really think about the fact that our tiny iPhone or, or phone that we're carrying is able to analyze a physical object that it's looking at through the camera and start to use that physical object in your world to mark spots for you to play, let alone analyze the audible sound 
coming from the guitar to make sure that you're playing it correctly as kind of like this secondary check, this spot check. And I think that that's the big difference that we've talked about a lot of why for us, it was so helpful to go to a teacher back in the day because you had that feedback. You had that direct feedback. I can open up an app at any point and try to learn guitar and I could be terrible and it doesn't know the majority of the time. It's just like, cool, on to the next lesson. Uh, But having that guard up to tell me like, that's wrong, wrong note, wrong, wrong string is helpful for sure. Mm -hmm. And once I see these combine into what we're going to start talking about here, I think like that's the end game, uh, at least for like the new version of learning the physical instrument world and starting to grow in it. So we're, we're talking about the iPhone, but of course, you and I completely nerd out on augmented reality, mixed reality, VR learning and These next two are things that I never thought of. I I would have never considered. But then when you see them, you start to realize how valuable stuff like this can be. How often when you would play live gigs back in the day, Mm -hmm. John, did you have to retune the guitar with that pedal board tuner? And you would have to move over to the pedal board. You'd have to distract from not looking at the crowd. You'd have to look down at your feet. You'd have to start to just distract and go through. Well... We, we see something new now. Okay. So I'm going to show you a post real quick here. This is a post that was pulled from Brennan. Uh, and I'm actually in contact with Brennan because I love this so much. And I would love to hear him on here. But I, I'll show you the video in a second. But for those of you not watching, the post is this idea of seeing a tuner floating with you in a mixed reality headset. So by that, I mean, you're looking at your home. You're looking at your environment, your studio, your, maybe you want to be like the next Daft Punk and wear the VR headset uh, on stage. Sure. Uh, but it is a metronome. It's a tuner. There are tabs available, but it follows the neck of your guitar and your vision, your, your line of sight anywhere. So in other words, I could be looking straight at you, John, and I could see my tuner at any point. I don't have to distract, move back. It it goes with me. I'm going to show you a really quick uh, video here of of how we use it. And it's 10 seconds long. If you're not watching, make sure you go back and watch this. You can see that literally it's just him with the tuner moving as he's sitting and tuning up for the day in mixed reality. This is it in action, showing you that it's actually showing you that you're a little flat, a little sharp going through. It's a tuner built into a mixed reality environment so that you don't have to distract from the playing. We always talk about any time that you can actually focus 100% of your energy on seeing the instrument you're playing and learning it and not distracting from, okay, well, crap, now I got to find a tuner. I got to get out of the creative space. I, I got to figure it out. Where is that? T- it's under my, my analog metronome right? Uh, and just going through the process. But it's this is one of those things that I would have never thought, you know, it would be handy, a tuner in that environment, because then it never leaves me. And it's the easiest thing in the world to tune up. So we've talked about education, but now we're moving into this world of gear. And yep. we're moving into this, this world of having actual things that we use on a daily basis that we would never consider pulling into this environment. But when you see it, it's it's like okay you've you've sold me at this point but what are your thoughts on the mixed reality tuner concept now john yeah well first of all it looks really really awesome i mean it it makes me want to use it you know the way that it was designed and everything but in terms of functionality i mean you know as well as i do 
in the old days, I can't believe we're calling it the old days, but you, you know, you have your guitar and you already said it, it gets you out of the creative zone. It gets you out of focusing on actually playing or trying to get better or doing an exercise or rehearsing a part or writing a song or whatever it is that you're doing. When you realize that crap, my guitar is out of tune. Where's the tuner? It's over there. I have to lean over. My back hurts. My guitar is almost falling out of my lap. And you you know it very well. You know you've done yeah, this so many times. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, wait, the tuner's out of battery. So I have to put my guitar down on the floor. And then I have to kick it with my socks on the tuning peg. And it goes more out of tune. And then mm-hmm. I finally come back and sit down and I'm done with it. So this eliminates all of that, right? So yeah, you talked about yeah. education. Yes, this is a tool, but this is a tool that helps the education because it just makes the process seamless and fast. And I love it. It's amazing. I can't wait to see what more uh, tools are gonna, they're going to come up with. And and I mean, also, uh, as you can see in this, there's so much more stuff. There is there's the availability for lessons tabs. Uh, of course, like I said, metronome is in there as well, uh, which, again, it's just another thing that really at the end of the day, when when I think about why I like the mixed reality environment is because it almost just forces you to be and all of these little things are everywhere that you don't have to worry about anymore. So it like removes certain levels of need or stress or it's just there. And at any point you're, you don't have to get up to go get the thing. It's right there. You could stay into there. So for me, it's, it's such a breakthrough as a guitarist to see that these thoughts that I would have never imagined are coming in and I'm instantly going, man, that is extremely valuable. I'd say the one that I personally am in love with is this next one. I'm going to show you this image here. (sighs) Who would have thought ever to include moving tab sheets or sheet music that's in your view? So this is we're looking at an image right now of somebody playing guitar, just kicked back on the couch and right in front of their view is sheet music and tablature. Now, Mm -hmm. for those of you that don't know, that's just, you know, it shows us what notes to play in what way on the guitar. And it's the way we read music. But what's the main problem? The the typical problem is it's on a dang music stand. And if I want to move around, I it's impossible. It really is. You have to be so focused on that. And I want everybody that isn't a guitarist or maybe isn't reading sheet music to consider that when you're reading sheet music and you have to be focused on it on a music stand. What are your eyes not looking at? The fretboard. It's completely out of your view. Going to school for classical guitar, it was one of the hardest things ever because I'm so used to being somebody just focused on the fretboard. I'm just somebody that likes to look at it. And that's just how I've learned. So by me not doing that, it is such a distraction. And here you go. Now somebody is building it to where as I'm looking at my fretboard, right below it in front of me is the sheet music that I need to see. I mean, this is like revolutionary for performers for orchestra for at i can't mm-hmm. imagine how many use cases will be able to actually have this and just be able to use it and be it's mind-blowing uh, also on top of that next to it is a concept for a a looper one that will just travel with you everywhere and you can have functioning and that by the way that one plays through the headset and records through the headset so if somebody's playing an acoustic guitar they could say record a loop and they're playing it through. They stop the loop and it's playing through their ears and they could play along with it. So first of all, I'm blown away by both, but the sheet music, I, I'm in love with that for sure. But what are your thoughts here? Do, is this something you ever considered? Number one. And number two, what does this mean for musicians that are into obviously sheet music, reading, tablature, all of that? 
Yeah. So the one thing that I don't think you mentioned is the eye tracking part. So if you notice mm-hmm. the post that said that the, it actually follows your eyes yep. and zooms in wherever you're looking, that is absolutely amazing. So it, it automatically zooms in and makes it bigger, which is really easy. So what comes to mind for me is let's say you're in an orchestra. Let's say you're somebody who does read sheet music a lot. Well, number one, you don't have to look down, right? You don't have mm-hmm. to look down. Your neck probably doesn't hurt. Your back probably doesn't hurt. And you can actually relax and move around a little bit and the sheet music will stay in front of you. And that's amazing. And like you said, you can look down at the fretboard and maybe the sheet music will be just beyond the fretboard so you can glance at it, but then glance back at the fretboard, which can be a game changer. Personally, I hate reading sheet music, so I I prefer never to have anything, no tabs, no nothing in front of me. Um, I would rather just not have anything. But the looper, man. So this just brings up the idea of gear in general not being necessary. So it's it's Mm -hmm. really strange because we have, you know, for decades and decades, this applies to so many industries, but specifically within the music industry, we already did the episode about the Cork Gadget VR, where previously you have to go to a studio, you have to have this hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars worth of uh, control, um, whatever you call it. I can't think of the name I- anymore, but the, uh, the, what do you call that? The control board thing? Come on. The, the, mo- the, the, the mixer? The, the mixer, no. yeah, sure, whatever. But like all the different equipment and all the different pieces that you have to have in there, they're physical boxes. Somebody had to make it. Somebody had to wire it up. You have to have somebody to come wire it up in your studio. And you have to go there, pay for studio time. And it's like like hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to get all this equipment in there. And now it's crazy because you don't. it, it doesn't even need to exist in reality. It's just digital. And it's like some weird holographic representation of it yet you can use it and interact with it. So it's like, if I'm a guitar player and I'm playing gigs and stuff, I don't need to bring anything but a guitar. And it's just, it's wild, man. You feel, you feel bad for the drummers still. Uh, I mean, at this point, I mean, they'll get there. Don't worry. There are times coming. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I see a lot of, I think it's Smash Drums uh, as well, has started work or releasing their mixed reality drum sets that are just in your living room and you sit down and there's a drum set in front of you as well which is just amazing uh but yeah i just think of like the the movement the timeline that i've been a part of which is when i was at home in my parents house young playing guitar uh to record something i had my half stack and you know i think my mother really dreaded any time that i recorded and i had the mics and i had it going into all of the mixers and into the computer and going from there and then going to something like I use now, which is my digital amps, my amp modelers. So I was able to remove the amp from the equation, but I still have to worry about a pedal board and all of my effects pedals sometimes and my tuners. Now it's just like trimming the fat even more to where it's right now when I think about what I would need if this was like mass release, I I wouldn't need anything. I would just need the guitar, one box maybe. And then a direct out into the PA and I would just call it a day. And I can't imagine that it's very far that we start to see integration for live playing in live environments from the headset. So all of the sound and the loops and everything could live in there and you're on stage and you're playing through there with just the guitar and integrating Mm -hmm. that. But I'm amazed uh, that, of course, we've gone as far as we have. We've talked about some really big stuff. And I'm not saying this is small stuff. I'm saying that it's small things with massive impact Mm -hmm. that are happening that I feel like so many people just kind of looked over because it wasn't big enough 
right? And people are like, no, we need to create an entire recording studio in the VR headset. Let's do that. And now we're seeing all of these super useful tools coming in to help musicians. And I know it's a lot of guitar. You and I are guitar nerds. I get it. But all of that stuff, the tuner, that's, it's not just for guitar, right? Uh, we can make sure that everybody has accessibility to that. The recording stuff, the looper, you could start to use that with anything. And we're getting to a point where people are starting to do it. All of these posts, by the way, other than Fratello, are all like independent teams building this. So it's not just the big tech companies building this stuff anymore. It's starting to roll out into everybody wanting to get into the action and start to build and start to get proof of concept and play around in the environment to build this stuff. So we're like at this point where we were way back when dot com came out and, you know, in order to like have a website, maintain it, it took a lot of work Mm -hmm. and now anybody could just like click together a website in five minutes and they have something. But we're starting to see that happen with a lot of the VR, AR, mixed reality now. It's becoming a lot easier to develop within and just start to get your ideas out there. So I think it's really, really amazing stuff. But final words, John. I think we 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 always think, we always ask this question. We've seen like what we would have expected in 10 years progress in 35 yep. episodes, 36 episodes where what do you even see do you see this world of zero uh equipment other than one thing do you see no equipment what where does this go man in five years what are musicians doing yeah so first of all the word i was looking for earlier was console can't believe Ah, i couldn't think of the word console man it's been a while since i've been out of the game i think my favorite part is that i saw you over there still like thinking and struggling of course you're just like i gotta figure this out i'm not yeah yeah so anyway console you know those things that existed hundreds of years ago consoles and this when we used to go in the studio but anyway you know mars mars is what comes to mind and the reason is because when the the experience goes to headsets when you said a performer all they need is their instrument and their headset they can be anywhere right so what's to stop people from having concerts from their living room where the artist is on Mars or on Jupiter or on a spaceship and the whole concert is there? Like, why not? Well, you can do anything you want. So I think, I really think it just goes back to the same thing that it always goes back to. It's just we're entering the imagination age and the, the more the technology advances, the easier it is going to be. And this sounds weird, but to like to manifest anything version of whatever you can imagine and make it actually happen it's just crazy it's it's nuts it's completely insane and it's i feel like really grateful that i'm i'm in this generation and i'm sure like you know a hundred years from now those people will be like wow my generation is great but uh it's just crazy to me to be where i was starting guitar and even starting to think about is that's going to be the next thing. The next thing is going to be, we, we have this big wave of like YouTube guitar players and social media guitar players and, and musicians that are finding massive followings and communities with these social media platforms. But you're right. Eventually it's going to become like I'm building communities and playing shows to communities in my living room and growing my fan base tremendously and quickly because I can at any point put a headset on and play in front of anybody that wants to watch me and be a part of a community. And we're going to, if we think that this social media age is fast growth, seeing people go from zero followers to a million to 10 million followers in a year or two years, it's going to be so much faster. 
when we have this so readily available for people to hop in. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I, I will link all of this just so everybody knows. Uh, I'll make sure to put all of the links down there so you could dig in, try these out, test it out. Also, if you are a headset user, if you have the VR all ready to go, um, make sure you're checking out like the App Lab in the Meta Store because there is a lot of really cool independent development going on in the actual lab. And there's musical stuff. There's other stuff uh, for just general purpose and use. Now that mixed reality is coming into play with Quest 3, a lot of App Lab stuff for mixed reality is there. I've seen people, John, playing Minecraft. I was never into it, but my brother-in-law was. He's much younger than I am and much cooler. Uh, and it's it allows you to create castles that you're walking into just in your backyard. So there's some amazing stuff happening. And even if you don't have a headset, I really recommend just going into that app lab and being like, wow, this everybody is doing something completely different. And it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. Uh, also amazing is all of, the, all of you that like, um, subscribe and follow. Make sure you do that. Make sure to follow on your favorite platform as well. I'll say that again. And that's it, man. I'm just excited. I, I really, looking at all of this stuff makes me feel grateful, humbled, and excited at what's coming up. None of the stuff we have covered or looked at ever makes me go, eh, that's, that's negative or that's, that's, that's terrible. I'm not going to like when that's, when that's released. It isn't every single thing we look at. I'm like, man, that is actually really, really smart it's true. and really cool. It's true. So it's a really cool place to be. And we appreciate you all for listening and watching so we can do this and uh, continue to do so. We will make sure this is all updated in the show notes. Check it out. And we will see you soon. And, you know, for those of you that don't want to listen to us on Christmas Day, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. You could take a week if you want. All right. We'll be there waiting for you because we're going to release our, our other one on the day because we're that we're that cool. But we appreciate you all. Thank you for being here, John. And we will talk to you all soon on the Future of Music podcast.